So about 20 something days ago on this channel, I released a video about the fact that my car was stolen, the first car that I ever owned from right across the street from my apartment building. And this is the update and potentially the conclusion of that particular story. So let's just get right into it. No, no website promotion or anything like that. So car was stolen. I made a whole video explaining what happened. I do have some idea of what I think might happen. And the reason I have to use might and talk about it like I'm speculating is because I am, in fact, speculating. I've gotten no real updates from the NYPD on this particular situation. I will give credit. The detective working the case has called me back a bunch of times. He's asked me for the additional information when I called him because I actually got a speeding light ticket, like one of those cameras, like a red light camera. Not sure if you have them in your area, but it's in the speed limit, and they're all around school zones all over the city of New York. Sent that information over to him. He was very polite. He received it. I don't know if it did anything. He also would tell me that he already had that because they have like an alert related to it. But yeah, I appreciated the detective specifically that worked on my case. As for the regular NYPD officers, because what happened was is I was given a cell phone number and a landline number that would answer my calls. They were less than interested in even seeming to sound helpful related to anything that I wanted to call in. So like I said, when I got the speeding light camera ticket, I called the cell phone, left a voice message. But, you know, I'm the kind of guy who wants to follow up. So I called the landline number on there and the guy who picked up. And by the way, this happened with different people every time I called this landline number was so disinterested that honestly, I started laughing while I was on the phone. So I explained to him the whole situation about the speeding camera light ticket thing i tell him when it was issued and all that and i'm like oh you know the detective said any updates feed them to him and he was like hmm, this is uh interesting uh information that you're bringing to me for some reason some unknown purpose that i can't quite understand if only there was something that we had like a like a special person that worked on cases like somebody that was like a detector or something that could detect and investigate but honestly I can't think of anything like that and it was so absurd like the way that he was downplaying it and like so unhelpful that again I was laughing but eventually I just asked to be transferred to the detective and there it at least seemed more helpful but I will say I'm definitely gonna have to rate the customer service for the landline when you call into the individual precinct a two and a half stars out of five now the overall experience by the way for those of you guys who are wondering would be a one star out of five i definitely did not enjoy getting my car stolen but that detective phone call or the regular officer who picked up phone call i found to be amusing so 2.5 stars right there now i speculate that what actually happened to my vehicle was one of these signal boosting things from the key fob i will show you a local news clip of what i'm talking about but essentially i have a honda and every time i mentioned to somebody who worked with cars or to a cop that it was stolen and there was no broken glass, they basically pointed me in the direction of this problem. If you saw these guys walking up to your front door, you probably wouldn't know what to make of it. These car thieves are using sophisticated equipment to steal the signal from a key fob inside the house. 
Less than 30 seconds after launching what's known as a relay attack, the criminals and that car in the driveway are gone. And with what everybody told me about Honda Keys being especially bad at security, plus that local news segment, I'm assuming, I'm speculating that the break-in and theft of my vehicle had to do with that. On top of that, I did discover through asking the detective that about three other vehicles were at least broken into on my same street. They appear to have had their airbags stolen, but for whatever reason, they decided to steal my car, possibly because it's not only easy to lift the key signal, but it's easier to make a key on the fly, and also people are more likely to have Honda key fobs if that's what they need to make them. But honestly, like, that that's basically my theory on what went down and why my car specifically got stolen out of all the cars available. Now, I actually have received a settlement offer from the insurance. It was better than I was expecting. I thought they were going to lowball the crap out of me and I was going to have to go back and forth and whatnot. But honestly, I'm probably getting maybe $1,000 less than I ideally wanted for the vehicle, what I thought was the absolute fairest market value for it. But I was willing to take it because it's not that big of a deal. And I didn't realize at the time that they also offer you the fees and the taxes that you would have paid related to the amount that they're giving you. So even though the vehicle value is a little less than I expected, the overall package value I think is pretty damn close. Now, of course, I'm going to have to pay that out when I buy a new vehicle and all that. But it's not as devastating as I was hoping. And by the way, the reason I bring this up is because so many of you actually sent me money via PayPal, joined my website, signed up on Patreon, and all that. And I understand why you guys did that, but I hope you guys understand why I'm not doing the crowdfunding thing, why I reject it outright, but more importantly, why I thought it was totally improper to mention that before I was even offered a settlement, before I even knew if my vehicle would be recovered or anything like that. And there are many reasons for that, but I just want to lay them out there because I'm still not doing crowdfunding, and the obvious reason is is that I have to provide value, in my opinion, to you guys out there in the audience, and I get rewarded for providing that value. In fact, last year, I thought about making a documentary. I actually bought some additional equipment in order to make a documentary, and it turns out I couldn't raise enough money on my own by increasing my workload because there was like ad rate cuts or whatever. It's not a big deal. It's not something that you guys need to worry about. But I didn't want to do crowdfunding for it despite people's recommendation because I never made a documentary. Now, if people donated to a crowdfunding for a documentary, I definitely would have produced one. But I think you have to actually prove it before you can ask for money for it. And that's for something professional. The car loss, that's personal. That's a cost that I had to prepare for. I did prepare to a certain extent for emergencies, and it's not on you. And I've seen a lot of YouTubers over the years because I've been on YouTube for a while, but I was also watching YouTube before then where they would crowdfund every single petty personal expense, every single financial mismanagement. And by the way, this does not count sick relatives or anything like that, so I'm not throwing shade at anybody who crowdfunded for legitimate emergency reasons, and I never wanted to be that person and I'm not going to be that person. So it's an unofficial rule here at the AJW channel that I will not crowdfund for anything, period, point blank, unless it's an absolute emergency or unless it's for, you know, the victim of that crime that we crowdfunded for or the person out there in my audience who wanted to crowdfund for the medical bills for his pet. But nothing for me, nothing personal, definitely 100% not a personal expense because that's not on you and it's not right for creators to expect you guys to cover that. So that's just not something I want to do. But on top of that, when you crowdfund for something like a car, 
it kind of leaves you in a really awkward position because what if I don't want to buy the same exact car that I had before? Which, by the way, I definitely don't because apparently these cars get stolen. Also, by the way, in order to block the whole key fob theft thing, there's a little box that you can buy. There's a $20 version of it on Amazon. I'm going to link it in the description. It's not sponsored. I recommend that you get one of these because I heard a bunch of different stories from people who swore they had their car locked, who had their car stolen, and it appears to be this is the method. And if you get one of these boxes, you can block people from doing that. Seriously, get one of those, but back to the reason why I think beyond crowdfunding for a personal reason, which is a bad idea on its own, I think a car particularly is a bad idea. So let's say I wanted to buy a car, no matter what, that was priced at $20,000, and then I crowdfund, and $50,000 are raised. Well, if I buy a car for $20,000 and keep the $30,000, then essentially I will have pocketed a bunch of money that I could have used presumably in order to buy a car. But let's flip it around the other way. Let's say I raised that money. I said my goal was $20,000, but because I had 50, I spent it on a $50,000 car. Then a lot of people are going to be like, well, wait a minute. You just did that for an upgrade. Or let's say I only raised 20, but I wanted to buy a $15,000 car because I wanted to save money. And then I end up pocketing the difference. Again, in any scenario in that particular situation, people are going to be mad at you. Unless you crowdfund the exact express right correct amount and then spend that exact right amount to the penny, you're setting yourself up for failure. And then again, you also have to factor in the insurance check. So even in that situation, it's a disaster. And it's also a disaster, in my opinion, to crowdfund for something personal like that. So all of that Definitely, definitely a problem that I don't want to deal with, I'm not interested in, but more importantly, anything personal, it's not on you guys, it's on me to deal with, because I'm the one who's like doing the channel, that doesn't mean that you have to take on all my problems just because I entertain and or educate you. So shoe on head, I do appreciate the offer for setting up the GoFundMe, and by the way, this comment actually came with an additional like eight paragraphs about how I'm her favorite YouTuber, and how she wants everybody to sign up on actual justice i'm just i'm just kidding i'm just kidding it's that that's not it's not what it said but it did say she endorsed everything i said and i'm always correct on everything but yeah i appreciate the offer um but yeah i'm not gonna do that now that being said a ton of you and i mean a ton of you signed up on my website a ton of you signed up on patreon on subscribe store some of you even did one-time donations via venmo and paypal i really appreciate that it's incredibly sweet but again i'm gonna be okay i'm gonna make it through it you don't have to do that I would rather you keep your money and spend it on things that you like than you try to, you know, cover an expense or a tragedy for me. In fact, one of the things that I was trying to point out in that particular video was how fortunate I am because I happened to be in a situation where this occurred when I had a lot of expenses that I needed to cover. So it felt very financially devastating, but that was like a temporary status for me. The thing that I was trying to highlight by talking about that. Good 10, 20 years because that's hard earned cars. And we're gonna good at what I'm driving because of a Kia boys. A Kia boy stole your car? Yes. Can't take the kids to school, can't make appointments, gotta call it to work. Was that for a lot of people, this is significantly more devastating. And the example that I gave, and I have it on screen right here, is that woman from the Kia Boys documentary who had a relatively new Kia that was stolen. The depreciated value of her Kia did not cover a new car plus all the other additional costs. And that ended up leaving her in a bad predicament. And she ended up with this vehicle, which obviously was not as nice as the previous vehicle that was destroyed by the Kia Boys. And by
by the way, I just want to add to that because even filing a claim with my insurance actually shot up my premium by $200, I believe over six months. And it actually says a filed claim charge on my insurance. So me, who has no speeding tickets or anything like that, barely even have any parking tickets in my entire history because I'm that cheap and I was that broke for that long that I couldn't afford to pay that end up having to pay much more money for something that I didn't have any part in because somebody stole the vehicle that I had, that I purchased, that I maintained. And to me, that's a bit absurd. Not to mention the fact that I have a deductible, but everybody has a deductible that's a part of the process. But all I'm saying is, is that even though they gave me a reasonable offer for this vehicle, I end up having to pay more and more money for my insurance based on the fact that somebody else stole it because even though I'm somehow not at fault they treat me like I'm at fault and that just like that woman who ended up with the crappier Kia is why this can be a disastrous scenario because that 200 250 bucks over six months for me is not going to make or break me and of course I know as soon as I buy a new car I'm gonna get quoted a higher rate for that new vehicle but I'll be able to deal with that I'm the kind of guy who tries to pay his insurance premiums in the six-month intervals rather than paying month-to-month because I don't like to have anything pending during the course of a month. But for most of the people that I talk about that are victimized by these particular crimes that have to deal with the Grand Theft Auto, that have to deal with the total loss, this ends up being financially devastating to them. And that's what I want you to think about. Not me per se. I'm just an example of somebody that this happened to happen to. But of all the people that it happens to that don't have platforms, that don't have people that are like, here, I'll chuck you money even when you don't ask for it, that have to just deal with it, take the downgrade, take the more expensive insurance, and also live with the insecurity of people being able to take one of your most valuable possessions. And in my case, it's actually quite literally the the most valuable thing that I owned because I don't own a home or anything like that. And yeah, it's pretty bad. Also, I did learn throughout the course of this process that the most unsurveilled place or the only place that is not surveilled in the entire city of New York happens to be in the parking space that I was in across the street. None of the surveillance cameras covered this. I was hoping to give you guys suspects, you know, images, grainy video so we could all be internet detectives and figure out who they were. But apparently you can commit a murder, do any crime humanly possible, as long as you do it across the street and a little bit to the right of my apartment apartment building and you're free and in the clear and all that i thought the whole world was on surveillance cameras i thought you couldn't go even take a leak in the woods without being caught on somebody's ring doorbell camera but apparently that spot which is in front of a giant building it's complete completely free commit all the crimes you want break into four cars that night steal three sets of airbags and my entire vehicle and nobody's going to catch you with anything there is no surveillance video it's not covered at all or at least as of right now i haven't seen any surveillance video now now, of course, if I get any images, I will put them out on the internet. I was hoping to like throw the mugshot up and be like, this guy got arrested 15 bazillion times in New York. They let him out with bail reform. But you know what? We're going to name him and shame him. But apparently this guy just got away with it. So, so whoever has my accord, whoever took it from me, it's really nice. It, it was it was gray on the outside. Uh, I hate your face. I, I don't like you. I don't appreciate you. But I guess you got away with it as of right now. I hope the next car you steal, you wrap around a fence post or something maybe you drive it into the river like i wish harm on you don't get me wrong on that 
But it appears like as of right now, you got away with it. So yeah, I can't really name and shame you. And even if you do face some kind of consequences for it in the future, I don't think they're actually ever going to find any evidence of my vehicle. Which, by the way, when somebody gets their car stolen, sending them messages about how quickly it was chopped up and dismembered, not, not, the, not the best idea. But yeah, overall, I really appreciate everybody out there in the audience. I really appreciate YouTubers and all these people who reached out to me and sent the support and all that. The people who donated anyway i appreciate you you're incredibly kind but again you don't have to do that i'm gonna be okay i got a reasonable settlement from the insurance i'm gonna have to go out and buy in this market it obviously was more devastating to me personally like on that level the day after which is when i recorded that video but i'm trying to keep you guys updated on this situation and let you know my thinking why there is no crowdfunding campaign now why there was none then and why there never will be into the future unless of course there's a big emergency or something like that, you know, medical issue for a family member, you know, you got to try to save their life. And I promise you no crowdfunding for nothing professional or personal, not for me specifically. I know we did crowdfunding for a victim of a crime and we did a crowdfunding campaign for a member of my discord who had a sick animal that was like going into debt to save the animal, but nothing that I'm going to personally benefit from. So yeah, that that's, that's, that's it. That's it. These are the updates related to the vehicle. I will try to keep you guys posted and updated on stuff into the future. But again, like I I don't, I don't really have any cool updates. I don't, I don't have the surveillance or anything like that. I, I did buy like GPS stuff, you know, like air tag, Android tags, tiles. I bought all of it. I'm going to hide like 40 of them in my next car. So the next time it happens, I'm going to be able to track this person down myself and then do action movie stuff. Except I won't do that. I'll just tell the cops that's where they are. So I recommend, you know, galaxy tag, tile, air tags. Put them all in your car. Put seven of them in your car. Hide them all throughout. Have redundancies on top of redundancies because that appears to be the only way that these people can solve the crime of who stole your car. Like the only way you're going to be able to get your vehicle back is if you have a tracker on your vehicle that I'm, I'm just saying that that appears to be the reality but listen those are just my thoughts and you know that's actually not just my thoughts like the whole story is my thoughts this is what happened uh you guys can comment or whatever i'm not going to do the like the video or anything like that i just want to say thank you guys seriously thank you genuinely appreciate you all the support all the kindness although the people who say what were you expecting you live in new york city i, I just want you to know what I was expecting was to not have my car stolen to like, you know, I paid for the car at mine. I have the key for the car and I was expecting that I would drive it. That That's what I was expecting for those of you who were asking that question. And for those of you like, oh, but New York City has a, has a lot of crime. Uh, it's actually still technically the safest big city in the entire country. So what I was expecting was to not have my car stolen. And I also don't live in a bad neighborhood where I expected to have the car stolen. I actually moved to a better neighborhood and then they stole my car. So for those of you who are like, well, you're in New York City, wh what do you expect? That is the answer to that question. To not have the car stolen. Like that, that's what I expected. That's what that, that was my expectation. But yeah, anyway, that's really all I got for you guys today. Um, yeah, uh, till next time.